The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. I was like flipping through social media and it was like, you know, uh, so-and-so's taking a knee and, you know, black people hate white people, white people hate black people, Democrats hate Republicans, Republicans hate Democrats, men hate women, women hate men, you know, the sky hates the grass, the grass <laughs> hates the sky, right? Like it was all this division and I was getting, it was just making me sick to my stomach how negative it was. And what I've learned in my life over the years is if something really bothers me, then that's God's way of saying, go do something about it, right? Like, don't complain about it, be about it. And so like, it was literally bothering me, right? And it wasn't like I could just put it off and ignore it. Like it was irritating me that that was what was going on. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to create a space on the internet, on Facebook, that is nothing but motivation, education, inspiration. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 196. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. Hi. Somebody is uh, not feeling so hot. I am not. I am uh, I am freezing cold right now. She got her second dose mm-hmm. of the Rona vaccine. Yep. And so the chills have begun. They have. And so has the fatigue. Mm-hmm. So if uh, she sounds like she's running out of gas, that's only because she's running out of gas. Yep. <laughs> no, no witty comeback. Just yes. Well, witty come comebacks. That's my job. Whatever. <laughs> so see, there's no fight in me today. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> I can get away with all sorts of craziness now. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we should probably uh, tease our interview for next week because it's a good one. I it, mean, they're good ones, but this we is have a all big good. Ones. It, this is a this is an exciting, more than usual, exciting yeah, this, interview. This is one that uh, normally we're introducing you to people that you don't know, but sometimes we introduce you to people you already know, and I think we're for a lot of people we'll be doing that next week. Yes, we're yes. going to be talking to Kim Holderness. From the Holderness family. So if you've seen the five stages of Peloton video that was being shared ad infinitum through all of your favorite Peloton related Facebook groups, she is the star and creator of that video. Yes. And she also has and loves Peloton. Yes. She's a huge Peloton fan. And and she was. You're going to get to hear her whole story of how she came up with that and why. Totally. So she was kind enough to sit down with us. So uh, that's what you. So well, I know a lot of people were like when that video came out, they were like, you should get her on the show. So we did. We did. Ta-da. 
That doesn't always happen, but no. we're very excited this yes. one did. So, like, you can spe- you can spare us the, like, you should get Kevin Hart on the show. Yeah, we know. Oh, should I now? <laughs> I'd be like, hey, I'm short, too. You want to be on a short guy's podcast? I don't know. Like, I could try it, so... But uh, but anyway, so that's that's coming up on next week's episode. It is, yay. So before we get to all that, uh, what do you have in store for people this week? We're going to talk Peloton stuff. We're talk Peloton stuff. Yep. And as you if if you saw our teaser video, there's the a Facebook big, group, big huge surprise, or the subject line of this podcast, my my big secret will be revealed yep. in the Doctor Jen. Segment of the show I know some people I don't know why Some people They, they skip that segment for Well some people Just skip some of our Segments period yeah. So like some of them Skip a skip a John Mills Some of them skip right. Dr. Jen Some of them Whatever But yeah. this week You you just I, might want To stick around I, No and you want To stick around You want to stick you around, want to stick around. I think you're going to want I, I, I know some people Somebody posted like this better be good. That's an awful big tease. And okay, well, that reaction was genuine. Let me just tell you. I, I think that <laughs> you will be like, yeah, that was a big reveal. So, <laughs> so there you go. So before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find your shows, uh, you can find us. Be sure, and <laughs> you're shivering over there. <laughs> be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And of course, you can also leave us a review on uh well i guess most people do it on apple and that's always helpful we have a new review oh i love reviews well usually i love reviews this is from aaron one two four two one one three did i just give out her like passcode (laughs) well hopefully it wasn't on itunes her social security number i don't think so it's too many ones uh I'm an app-only user. I don't have the bike. I have uh, an IC4. Okay. But I love this podcast. Tom and Crystal are so funny. Love Crystal's laugh. They keep me up to date with Peloton News, and the interviews are always so insightful. Very happy to have found them in quarantine while I work from home. Thanks, guys. So thank you. Oh, thank you, Aaron. nice review. So also... You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group. One of the easiest things you can do to help the show is share an episode in your social media feed, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or Friendster. If you don't, if you're like really old. Yeah. You know? I mean, wherever. Yeah, wherever. And our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the clip out where this week you might want to go. You so, might. So you don't only, only hear Dr. Jen's reaction, but you want to see it. Yeah. Because it's a big reaction. It is a big reaction. So um, you can do that at YouTube.com slash the clip out. And while you're there, be sure and subscribe to that one, too. And check out our newsletter at the clip So there's all of that. Let's uh, let's dig in, shall we? Sure. Peloton stock ticker. So uh, joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is John Mills. Hey, John, how's it going? Yes, a.k.a. Grandpa Shark. He's back <laughs> with the shirt. Glad you got that laundry done, John. I got it all washed. It's clean. No more stains. There's, all good. there's theories. Like, does are they doing laundry a lot? Or does he have like five Grandpa Shark shirts? <laughs> I need to get more Grandpa Shark shirts. I only have one. Well, I thought it was like me and like monkeys shirts. There's like, like one in each color. Yeah. There's so many. Yeah. Well, and, we might have to rectify that john yeah. <laughs> i know another one well and before we get going we should point out that uh you were featured by peloton look yeah. at you fancy pants that was kind of cool that yeah. is cool yeah you know you know you can't tell in that picture but i'm struggling to maintain 
form. Like, I'm horrible at yoga. Well, it Am doesn't... I the only one horrible at yoga? No, you're not. But you don't look oh, like okay. you're struggling, FYI. Yeah. Like, your form is on point, sir. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, that, that, at that specific moment of the camera snap, <laughs> it just happened to be right. <laughs> well, it looks like you're killing it, so keep that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. So, that was cool. so do, they, do they reach out for, to you for that, or was that just a like, surprise? There you are. Yeah, they reached out on Instagram. That's nice. And, uh, yeah, and asked if they could use the photo. So I was like, yeah. Sure. Heck yeah. I've had it. Who's going to say no to that? <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I mean, that look bad. Looks like I know what I'm doing. It does. Absolutely. It does. Absolutely. So uh, <laughs> I guess the question we have for you uh, regarding stock, since we ran the stock ticker sweeper here at the yeah. Open, is uh, Peloton saw a big drop this week. Yeah, so yes. uh, what the heck, John? Make that make sense. <laughs> I think it's been <laughs> dropping for a few weeks. It has. Steadily. It seems like and it was I, um, pretty bad this week, though. I saw I got two alerts on my phone two days in a row that were like, Peloton dropped 8%. <laughs> right. And then I, I noticed that the NASDAQ in general, you know, yeah. tech in general, was, wasn't doing too well last, last week um, and into this week. And then most recently, I think... This is just my my opinion. Of I course. believe that just the at home type stocks are just not doing as well as they had in the past because of the vaccines and, right. the, and the assumption that we're going to have the vaccines more readily available within the next few months. And we're coming out of uh, winter and in the spring and in the summer. And I think for all those reasons, I think at home stocks probably aren't doing all as well. It's that nothing makes sense. necessarily long term frightening. It's just it's just the natural kind of ebb and flow. And it was the hot stock for a while. Everybody was like, God, right. I have a Peloton stock. Right. You know? So it's actually a really good time right. to buy if you've been wanting to buy. Yeah. I think I'm going to wait till yeah. it goes under 100, though. And here's the the upside is the delivery time on Peloton stock is way better. <laughs> <laughs> they get that to you right yes. away. You can get that really, really quick. Yes. Right. right. And as, you don't have to worry about tipping the delivery guy. As a side note, I've been seeing people comment that they're getting their delivery dates consist. It's starting to happen more frequently that like two and three weeks out is starting to happen for people. I know that's still a rarity. Like right. I'm not saying that's the norm, but um, it's happening on a more regular basis. And they added drivers in areas. So that seems to be helping, too. So well, that's I was cool. wondering about that. Mm-hmm. I, you know, every once in a while, I go out to the Peloton site and. Pretend like I'm about to buy a third bike yeah. just so I can see the delivery time. <laughs> I wonder if they see that. Yeah. Who? This guy was about to buy. <laughs> it's like, it you're probably the reason that all the lines are getting longer. You right. know, it's like whenever you want to buy airline tickets, we learned the hard way. You right. can't keep checking that. Because if you do, you we you, accidentally quadrupled right. the, price the price on plane tickets <laughs> on ourselves one time. We called the airline company and they're like, well, like, stop checking the price. They're like, yeah, that was your fault. You did that. You, you did that. Yeah. Don't look anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Quit picking at it. It'll never heal. It's literally what American Airlines said. Wow. Yeah. That'll happen with concert tickets. We call them counter holds. Like, you know, people go in and they'll see like, oh, can I get good seats? And then they if they can't get the seats that they quite want, they'll back out. But the computer system has to hold those tickets for like 10 minutes in order oh, right. to give them the chance to complete the transaction if they want them. Now, right. so a lot of times people buying if a show goes on sale at 10 a.m., somebody buying tickets at 1030 will get better seats than the person buying tickets at 10 a.m. 
because of those counter wow. holds get released. Now, get before, released. Yeah. Before you take this advice, this is not good advice for Taylor Swift oh. <laughs> or Garth Brooks. Like not the something super that's going to sell really, really fast. Yeah, right. you're, you're just right. screwed. There's but, nothing around. Yeah, There's nothing but like, you're no. <laughs> right. But like, you know, if you're just looking for some, you know, the Doobie Brothers are coming back to the, your local amphitheater. It's like, right. That's it'll work on something like that. So, yeah. Um, so while we're talking, so sorry. <laughs> while we're talking stocks and stuff, it's uh, okay. Everybody gets bored when I'm talking no. all the time. <laughs> Not bored. It was just normal to me. I was just going with it. Like that's what that's what women do. So, uh. So the the Nautilus call was this week. Anything interesting come out of that? On their earnings call. Well, I thought it. I was listening to it, and I was like, "This is awesome!" It's like uh, they had the highest revenue earnings for uh, full years in in their thirty-five year history. They, you know, they brought in like uh, some hundred and ninety plus million in revenue in the fourth quarter, and that was like highest quarter in six years. (laughs) They actually made money. They had a net profit. In one, one segment of their business, and they lost money in o- the Octane business, which is the um, commercial business. Okay. okay. But they made money on the other side. And I'm thinking, this is awesome. I mean, wow, they, they did pretty good. Then immediately after the call, like before the call even ended, you, you're looking at aftermarket and they drop like 20% or something. <laughs> right? I'm going, well, I must have missed something. And then the very next day, they dropped another 10%. And then today they dropped like another 7 or 8%. I mean... <laughs> So then I'm going, what did I miss? Well, I guess they didn't meet. I don't know if it was the year or the quarter revenue oh, um, outlook, mm-hmm. like an outlook they gave that right. they, they didn't. They meet. missed their and, own expectations. So, right. They, right. Even though it seemed great, I guess they missed that expectation. So I guess they dropped for that reason. And they, they, they were talking a lot about the same issues that Peloton had with regards to shipping and, you know, getting the, getting equipment in. And of course, their problem seems a little worse in that. They're highly dependent, right? So that may have had something to do with it as well. I would think their problem is worse, too, because I would think that there's more people that if if they have to wait on their Nautilus are apt to go, screw it, give me a Peloton. Then there are Peloton purchasers that are going to be like, oh, I can get a Nautilus two weeks quicker. I'll do that. Right. That, that makes sense to me. I mean, if, if if you have to sit there and wait, you know, no matter what, you might as weeks, well, no matter what, you right. might as well get the the hot thing everybody's talking about. You yeah, know? exactly. I one hundred ninety million dollars. You know what Peloton calls that Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, for them it was amazing. But yeah, yeah they, I mean, I when I listened to it, I was I was impressed with what they were able to do. But it, it was like I was been telling some folks in my group. I think that we knew that as we you know started coming in the spring and summer, and as things start to open up, that the at home stocks stocks were probably going to take a hit. Right. But my thought was the smaller the company, probably the bigger the hit. Right. It sounds fair. like it. It sounds like that's yeah. that's panning out, right? Because they've right. dropped like thirty percent in three days. So it well, sounds like those, those companies <laughs> are basically existing on Peloton's cup is overflowing, and those company, right. the smaller companies, are catching the overflow. Right. And so right. when Peloton stops overflowing, they're gonna have a problem. Right. And I'm not how far. I'm not. I'm not as clear on how far their reach is, but I know you know Peloton has all these these global channels now, right? And and now, like like we've heard, now they're they're increasing their ability to do manufacturing in the U.S. and like they're spanning out. And I don't know how far Nautilus, you know, their reaches in those areas. So mm-hmm. 
I would suspect it probably hurt them worse. But again, I, I ultimately think this space is going to do really well. So all these things are probably just going to turn. And, you know, once everything kind of stabilizes, probably, you know, do really well. But, but I, I, don't, I wasn't surprised that Nautilus was hurt worse. But you got to think, though, if Nautilus is still having issues in the, their commercial sector, well, I mean, with Peloton buying Precore, that's got to be a shot at but them, d- right? Like they want to get into gyms and they want to get into hotels. Yeah, and stuff. but I don't know if I could really say 2021 not doing well in the commercial sector is fair. I just meant right. it's only going to get worse. Oh, it's not gotcha. going to get better. No, that's for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yes, right, I agree. Right, right. Yeah. So, I, And I'm, I'm interested in how that all plays out. I mean, I, I think that Peloton has a good foothold in that space as well. How are they going to compete in that space yes. in the commercial sector? So I don't know. We'll see how that plays out. It's going to be interesting. For very sure. much so. Yeah. Very much so. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, until next time, where can people find you? They can find me on Facebook in my Run, Lift, and Live page or group. They can find me on Instagram, Run, Lift, and Live, or at Run, Lift, and Live. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? (laughs) Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each, so nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away $100 or more on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say, that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, And they also come in like a million different colors and styles for your $25 you're not sacrificing comfort safety or style if you want to support the show and pick up a pair gooder is giving the clip out listeners free shipping on their first order just go to gooder.com slash tco that's g-o-o-d-r.com and use code tco to get free shipping gooder offers a 30 day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture, size. Yes. None of that with Hero Bread. No, because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs, they have like no substance to it. It's like eating air. It is. And Hero Bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread. Like I did not feel like I was giving up something. I was surprised at how big each slice of bread was. Here's the real test of a piece of bread. (laughs) I didn't make a sandwich with these. I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. So interesting news this week in the world of lawsuits. Yes. Uh, Peloton and NordaTrack, as we've discussed, have been in court fighting over uh, NordaTrack is saying that they stole the idea from them. Right. And so they had filed a request for an injunction to prevent Peloton from selling the Bike Plus until everything's 
sorted out. And uh, the judge said, how about no? Yeah. I wonder why they said no. Does that mean that, like, they're probably not going to win? Like, does that indicate that? It kind of does because it says closely held Icon Health and Fitness Inc., which sued Peloton in October for patent infringement, has failed to demonstrate a likelihood of success on the merits or irreparable harm, according to the U.S. District Judge Richard Andrews. Really? So, I mean, that's a pretty good indication that things aren't going well for them. Yeah. Uh, man, you know, they probably ought to just end their their bid to try to sue Peloton and cut their losses while they can. Yeah, it makes you wonder if this will hasten a settlement. I don't know, because now Peloton has no reason to settle. I mean, it seems unlikely that they're going to, to lose this particular lawsuit. So, yeah, they yeah. were they were better off trying to settle before. Sure. And now yeah. that that the judge made that opinion known. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, as it always is. Totally. And, and, you know, and it might be worth it to settle for Peloton if they come in with the right number to just be done with it. True. So, yeah, we shall see. Watch this space. Yes. Getting the psychological edge with Dr. Jen. So, Jen, we have some news and I want to I want. Okay, so should I should I tell her like or do we not want to get in this conversation since we kind of have a limited amount of time? I don't know how you want to do that. Well, now you have to. <laughs> now you have to. You have to freak out. It's what not, is it? It's not bad. It's not bad. Um, okay, so here's the thing. Tom has actually secretly been using the tonal and not telling anybody. Um, <gasps> <laughs> Okay, selfishly, I'd like to believe I had something to do with this. Tom, I need to know more. I, I don't know. I just, I just did. What made this happen? I don't. I I don't know. He never really know. told me. He just started doing it, I just, and I didn't argue. <laughs> I'm so excited and so happy. How does it feel, Tom? Oh, I hate it. He still hates it. I still hate every minute of it. Like I yeah. like it's a great machine, and it does what yeah. it does really well. Like I have nothing but love and respect for the machine in theory, but in terms of yeah. like actually using it, no, I get no no pleasure from it <laughs> well, well, but i would not expect you to get pleasure at this point right. in your process i read a very interesting study and it was in, it's in the book the power habit and basically what they talked about is they looked at people who are regular exercisers and they asked them what is it that makes you exercise regularly and they said things like a feeling of accomplishment um how good i feel when i'm done you know, endorphins, like all that sort of stuff. But the thing with exercise is when you first start, you get none of those, <laughs> which is why it's a hard habit to start in the beginning. It hurts. You oftentimes feel discouraged. There's not a lot of pleasure in it. Like it tends to not give you all of the good stuff. So but here's it, the, it takes a while. Yeah. It does. I'm sure it takes a while. But so here's the thing <laughs> is that like, I've I've been doing it for a year now. <laughs> You've been doing it for a year. 
You have sn- when are you sneaking this? Like, is it while Crystal is sleeping? Well, is she at work? She was, How are you she was aware. Like, it wasn't, I, I knew. I did not keep the secret from her. I just, just was. Been, I was sworn to secrecy, yeah. and you know, marriage comes first. You got to. Yeah. You got to keep course, that. Of course, and I support that hundred percent. But I'm really excited about this. Yeah. Well, it gets more yeah. exciting because now Tom is um, okay. So we have a a sponsor on the show called MetPro, and they are helping us both lose weight. But the thing is, is they require from Tom exercise, yeah. and he's been doing it. And so we we are going to be sharing our journey with people. But I like now I feel weird because yeah. it's like I didn't tell anybody because I don't like I don't like I'm an attention whore, but <laughs> but like yeah. not. Like, but not for that. Like, I don't like that. You know what I mean? Like, I like. Yeah. And so well, I think also it's been, it's been part of your identity that you've been the guy that doesn't exercise. So this is a huge shift in identity for you. Exactly. Yeah. There's there's that as well. And so and then, I, of course, I know the next thing is like, well, get on the bike. And I'm just like, I don't want to get on the bike because if there's one thing I've really learned through all this is <laughs> I want to punch cardio in the dick. I don't like it <laughs> no, like, at all. Yeah. And so yeah. like I like that is the worst for me. Like just yeah. the hate it. Hate it. I, I think it's also an interesting topic for discussion. And you know, after sharing that, you may want to post on the boards and be like, is there anyone else who is secretly exercising? <laughs> and if so, why? Because I think that you're not alone. I have a feeling that there are other people who are Hiding from their partner or hiding from their family or hiding from someone that they're exercising. I, I think that's a really great idea. Yeah, I never thought that there's other people that are secretly exercising. <laughs> that that was. Just... I, bet, I bet you that, that that there are. And look, for some, it may be because they have an eating disorder and they're not supposed to exercise, okay, yeah. yet, but they're secretly doing it. For someone else, it may be something more like you where, hey, I don't want people to know until I'm confident that this is something that I'm going to continue to do. Okay. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. I think it's great advice. I think it's great advice. Yeah. I just get very flummoxed about the whole thing. He gets very upset when he starts thinking about it. And and just so you know, so we don't shut. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, Yeah. go ahead. No, it's a good question. What upsets you the most about it? I don't know. I just like, I find the whole thing kind of embarrassing. What's embarrassing about it? I don't know. I guess the, like. Like that you hit it, that you're exercising when you're the guy who has kind of given himself the title of non-exerciser? Like, what part of it? I mean, I feel like all of it. Like, it just doesn't feel like who I am. It just doesn't... You know what I mean? Like, sure. it, it, it just doesn't... Even though I've been doing it for for a while, right? Like, it, it still feels like... Imposter syndrome. Yeah, like, it feels fake. It doesn't feel real. Like, it feels like... It's... I don't know. I, I, I don't know how to put it into words. It just, it just doesn't feel like... I don't know. Something I have a right to claim or... They, I, well, I think I think what's going on for you is that you have had this identity for so long as the non-exerciser that this completely is inconsistent with how you viewed yourself for so long. And I also think from what we've talked about, you have this complicated history with your family of origin about exercise where they really pushed you to do things you didn't want to do. And now you're making a very adult mature health conscious choice to do something that on some level you don't want to do, but you also know is in your best interest, which has got to create a lot of conflict for you that, and also you're, I would imagine you're probably struggling with still a sense of, well, I don't want to give in to them 
when this is really about you and it's it's got to be hard to untie those two things so that you can own it and actually feel proud of it like and be able to say like hey i'm this guy who doesn't like exercise my identity was really tied into not being someone who exercises and now what i've been able to do is separate myself enough from my family from my history from the things i was forced to do make healthy mature decisions that are in the best interest not just of me but my family and my longevity so I can be there for my family. Yeah, I know. I think that's a really good summation that like, yeah, I do. I, I do. Part of me does feel like it's weird. Part of it feels like failing hmm. to do it. Yeah. Well, because I think because your identity has been so wrapped up yeah. in. Nope. I'm the rebellious guy who doesn't exercise. <laughs> and, and, you know, I can host a podcast about exercise without exercising because I'm such a rep. <laughs> I think she's got a point. Yeah, no, I think she does. But yeah, like I said, it's yeah. just it's just weird. It fe- it fe- it feels like failure, which I know it yeah. shouldn't, but it does. But I think that it's going to be important for you to untie that sense of failure from something that is such a success, and to really kind of do some deep kind of soul searching about what it is that feels like. A failure is it that you're not doing the the sport or the activity that your family thought you should? Is it that you have kind of quote unquote broken and now are joining the bandwagon? I think like, it's that, that one. one. It's that, it's that one. one. <laughs> yeah, it's that one. Yeah. Well, welcome to our team. We are happy to have you. We consider it success for you. But see, but then, but then, and, as soon as I get to that point, like then it yeah. like downshifts into but like what if i stop yeah but here's the thing it's very all or nothing thinking Mm -hmm. the fact that you're even thinking that you would stop and stop altogether as opposed to like look you may have some weeks where you don't exercise as much and other weeks where you exercise more where it's more fluid than that you know there would be no reason for you to stop because that would really be a self-destructive choice for your heart, for your lungs, for your muscles, for your bones, that this isn't, I hope, like this shouldn't just be about weight for you. This should be about longevity and wanting to be around to see your kids, your grandkids, be with Crystal, you know, die of a, when you're 150 years old, embraced in each other's arms. Yeah, I like I know all that logically. <laughs> it still feels weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, again, it's it's a massive identity for you. And and I think also to come out with this is a very public identity shift. And I think that that's got to be very scary for you. You know, and I and I think it's interesting that it kind of coincides right around quarantine. Was it where was it in terms of that that you started? No, it was before that. It was in it was like right after the first of the year. It was like it was in January of 2020. So it really it wasn't related to COVID at all. But it might be it might be that we didn't go anywhere that kept you with the habit, you know, because really that could be. uh, Yeah, because if I was trying to do it around still seeing movie screenings, that would have been much more difficult. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And all the travel we typically do. Yeah. 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 Hmm. And and look, you know, I think that many of us have had big identity shifts in COVID. I mean, hi, I'm a brunette. (laughs) Like, I haven't been a brunette since like the 80s or 90s. (laughs) And, you know, before COVID, I never cooked like 
everybody joked about like how I burn food and my kids were like, are we going to starve to death? Like, <laughs> how are we going to eat? So, and now I make food from recipe books on an almost nightly basis, which completely goes against my identity and kind of who I have been. I, I have like, I've killed more plants than you can possibly imagine. And I'm growing a mini garden of basil and mint in my kitchen. <laughs> so I, I think that, that this is a time where we have to be flexible about self-identity, especially in these times of quarantine and COVID and kind of reassessing and kind of focusing on our family, on our health, on the things that are important to us. And I think that this is a, a shift that sometimes what happens is, you know, it's almost like, if you've ever lost a lot of weight quickly and then you look in the mirror and it's like your eyes haven't caught up to your body. Mm -hmm. And I think that mm -hmm. this is one of those things. I think that your identity hasn't caught up to who you now are. And I think that when you allow that catch up, I think it will actually be really good for you because when you can embrace that, you're more likely to continue. You're less likely to feel as, like it's, it's tenuous because it you've accepted that it's a part of you, that whether you enjoy it or not, it's part of your day-to-day -day habits and that makes it part of who you are. Maybe. And like I said, I'm still, yeah. it's, it's all very, it's still very awkward for me. So I guess uh, we're going to stop it right there because this conversation goes on for a little bit. It does. So, and, and there's a whole second topic, believe it or not. Yeah. That it gets real interesting. So you will get part two next week mm -hmm. about uh, about <laughs> what made me cave. How are you feeling about putting that out there? I don't know. I'm a little nervous. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not comfortable talking about that. I stuff. know. I know. So. Um, so for you guys out there, you know, realize it is not fun to put yourself out there <laughs> and uh, be nice to Tom. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's weird because like there's so many things that like I don't care if people yeah. know, but this one felt just weird. And so, so yeah, so uh, that's what you have to look forward to next week. You will get part two of that and then we will return to Jock, Dr. Jen subject matter and it's a regular time slot. Yes. Well, I'm proud of you, Tom. Good job. Well, and I guess while we're talking about <laughs> tonal, we can talk about the fact that uh, you can now get a tonal anywhere in the United States, yes. including Alaska and Hawaii. Yeah. So many times when you say anywhere in the United States, the people who live in Alaska and Hawaii will say, just kidding, are, are going to be like, but do you really mean it? Yes. And they, they this do. time we do. This time we do. Uh, yeah. Tonal just dropped this news this week. So it is a huge deal. I've already seen people in Alaska buying like they are so excited about this. I They've bet. been waiting. So congrats. Yeah. So. To, to tonal and to the Alaskans and Hawaiians. <laughs> <laughs> the the problem though in Hawaii though is they have to quarantine the tonal for fourteen days before they'll let it leave. Is it still a thing? I think it is. I think they're opening that up. But I don't not know. Not for tonals. No, just no tonal. To be clear. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't tried tonal, now's the time to do it. I mean, it's a pretty spiffy thing. It you is. can join me in your tonal adventure. <laughs> You can, that? you can work out with Tom. I've never gotten to work out with Tom, so maybe he'll <laughs> let one of you guys work out with him. They can't see you, Tom, so it's okay. Phew. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if you haven't checked it out, it's a smart at-home gym. It replaces every machine in the weight room, and uh, it's super. It's so simple, I can do it. <laughs> and it just it remembers where your weights are. You don't got to think about it. It just says, do this now, and then it tells you when you're done doing that, and then you're done, and yes. you can go on about your day. 
And you can try Tonal for 30 days risk-free. Visit www.tonal.com for $100 off the smart accessories when you use promo code THECLIPOUT at checkout. That's www.tonal.com, promo code THECLIPOUT. Tonal, be your strongest. So uh, joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube is Tori from Peloton Closet. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. So uh, this week, yeah, we had the uh, the drop, the new spring drop. What are what are your thoughts on how all this went down? <laughs> it was really weird, Crystal. I, as a former crisis communications person, I'd say they didn't have a crisis on their hands. I, I don't call it a crisis unless TMZ is circling overhead and helicopters, <laughs> but they certainly had a communication issue and they had a communication opportunity that I think they didn't take. And that left a lot of people feeling really confused about what was happening. There was a big buildup, which they, they do really well. And then like nothing. Yeah. And what, what was going on? There was like a black hole of information. It, it was. Yeah. I mean, uh, so just to recap for anybody who doesn't care about the spring drop the way Tori and I do, uh, <laughs> Uh, it was supposed to drop on Thursday. It dropped in stores. It did not drop online. And then I reached out to some people and I was told that it's it was not going to drop that day because they were trying to drive traffic to the stores. And, you know, in retrospect, I really wish I hadn't typed that sentence, even though that's what I was told, uh, because, my God, all hell broke loose. Well, especially because people need to remember that at that point in time, a good chunk of the country was iced in you had you know one of the largest states with essentially no power absolutely and so there was a lot of people that were like why now yeah and i totally understand that you know um i totally understand people couldn't get to the store i understand that there was frustration that like you said tori peloton wasn't communicating i totally get that what i am uncomfortable with personally and am not used to is being in the middle and feeling like everyone's yelling at me like it's my fault like i yeah. and, and i know that's my own projection yes. like i know that that is the type of person i am but. i've noticed <laughs> <laughs> but it made for a rough uh especially the first hour was very uncomfortable for me so and crystal what's interesting is that i had followers who dm'd me and even sent me copies of messages that they got when they had emailed customer service with a completely different answer they had received information that the you know legitimate like that it was because of the weather conditions yeah, and concerns about um, employees in warehouses and shipping, et cetera. So the message wasn't even consistent, whether it was driving traffic to stores, which seems really weird. It does. Um, or just basically out of concern for weather conditions in key states where they have employees work in the warehouse and, you know, doing shipping they just needed to have one consistent message and to share it and control it. I mean, you nailed it right at the beginning, like from the very first moment they should have they had an opportunity and they could have controlled that message and everybody would have heard the same thing. It wouldn't have been about rumors. It wouldn't have been about me talking to employees and, and you hearing different things. It would have just been here's the message. We're consistent. And that I hope they learned from that because in the past they have not learned from that. And it's really <laughs> yeah. the only criticism I can give Peloton that like they just that's something they don't take advantage of. And I wish they did. Absolutely. I, I actually received emails from other e-commerce retailers um, about, you know, their shipping issues. 
And you know what? I didn't have any feelings about it. Right. I acknowledged and moved on. Exactly. That's what you want. Right? I, so, I didn't have any feelings. About it. No. Like, that is a piece of information that is now in my head. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> That's all. I mean, they could have sent out a perfect email that said, hey, weather issues. Here's what's going on. We're delaying our online drop. By the way, if you want to come visit our stores, we do have the merch. Here are our COVID safety protocols. They could come out looking like heroes. Yes. And then add, you know, a little third section. Hey, if you're really jonesing to shop online, we've got this great merch from our Black History Month collection. It's still in stock. Add a link. Click drive some business. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That would have been that would have been the perfect way to handle it. <laughs> Hindsight's twenty twenty. What did you think of the spring line? You know, I think they have some beautiful pieces. I, I love that tied IT. I um, I think the neons are really cute. I have a lot of followers who are obsessed with purchasing um, Peloton merch. And, you know, I have a few drawers full of SoulCycle merch. I have Barry's merch. Like <laughs> You name it. I've gone all out on um, my branded athletic attire. So I like to dip in personally and choose a few key pieces, but I thought that everything was beautiful. And um, for those people who really want to like load up on wrapping the Peloton brand, they had a lot to choose from. I thought the menswear was really nice. Some great shorts, the hoodies, the tees. I really um, liked that jacket that Maddie Majacomo was modeling. It was like, it's an ombre. It's got blue at the top and then it kind of goes into black. And I really like that. That's the first time I've ever coveted a men's item, which I think is saying a lot for Peloton because I, I don't usually like their men's stuff. And I know a lot of men complain about it. So men that ride the bike. Honey. I know what you mean. And from the little <laughs> bit I've looked, it seemed it like the, the difference in quantities of choices between men's wear and women's wear is just... But you also have like a much larger women representation Absolutely. of riders on the bike. So it I, makes perfect sense. Yeah. I, I mean, I get it. It's I'm just saying that like, when you look, there's not a whole lot. It's true. It's true. I remember when yes. we d- went to the warehouse sale, you're like, here's something for you. And it was like, it's a hat. <laughs> 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 but you, you know, uh, Tori, you also mentioned when we were we were talking beforehand that kind of a surprise thing that kind of came out of all of this is that people went to the stores and they rediscovered the city collection. So Absolutely. tell me your thoughts on that. Yeah, I got so many DMs. So a lot of people who've been staying at home, who, you know, have just thought of Peloton Apparel as something that they purchase online did venture out to stores and discovered that they have a, a very um, you know small line of leggings and they have tanks, tees. And I've also seen some sweatshirts that have branding. The leggings have beautiful cityscapes and they're made by Therese and they have like iconic elements that you would see in a city. So it could be, um, you know, a building, a skyline, and and then they're branded uh, T-shirts and tops with with a state, actually. Like Florida has Florida, New Jersey has New Jersey, but then Los Angeles has Los Angeles, not California. So it just, I guess, depends on the size of a state and how many cities are represented there. Yeah. And I think also how many stores they have in that state, because they have quite a few in California and they're not, they have several in Florida, but not as many compared to California. So I exactly. Yeah. But I think it's interesting that people are talking about this all of a sudden, because this has been like those cityscape things have been out for like six months, at least. I know they had a Denver tee way back when. Okay. Because I was like, when we went to Denver, you bought a Denver thing. But it was just a shirt that's 
at Denver. These and are that's been like four years. Yeah, but these are like these are printed specifically to have like elements of the city. So like, like the St. Yeah. Louis would get the, the arch, arch and like yeah. a little guy mugged underneath yeah. it. And but, but, yeah, but, yeah, but that you don't have one. Right? Exactly, you do not have a St. Louis. And that's why I'm like, I don't <laughs> care because like it's like how many cities get them? And and you said you had a list of like 25, but there's over a hundred Peloton stores at this point. So that's it's kind of a small amount. And I don't know if if later they'll like. Oh, let's kind of expand this. I right. don't. I don't know. But we didn't. We didn't make the cut, so I wasn't super excited. <laughs> it's St. Louis. We're used to not making. We the are cut. totally used to not making the cut. <laughs> but you know, it's it's, it's smart marketing motto. again. It's it's really smart. It's like Starbucks. They yeah. have the city cups, so that if you travel to Japan or you travel to London or wherever you go or St. Louis, I assume you've made the cut for Starbucks. We have made the Starbucks cut. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's very smart branding for Peloton that maybe I'm going to go visit Philadelphia and grab a pair of Peloton leggings with the Philadelphia skyline and, you know, have that as a little souvenir, like smart marketing and people who saw it got super excited about it. I had all my followers DM me right in the list. I think I have about 25 different cities. I'm going to repost it. So I'll put it up on Friday on my stories on Peloton Closet on Instagram. Awesome. Awesome. It kind of reminds me of like Hard Rock. Right. Yeah. Like, all you know, exactly. there's so many people that when they go to a different city, they're like, oh, I want the Hard Rock Orlando shirt or whatever. Yeah. And I have a couple of those. I've never done the Starbucks thing, but I get your point And totally. And I have gone to other Peloton stores and totally bought their merch. So, yes, yeah. I would absolutely be one of those people. <laughs> there's also I just want to mention since you brought it up about the in stores. And there's a lot of people who are unaware that there is a Century pin that is available in stores as well. So like the Century T-shirt, you can also get a pen you could only get it in stores but if you if you go into a store and you tell them you're getting ready to celebrate your century ride or you just recently celebrated your century ride and they can look it up on your account and see then they'll give you the century pen so oh that's good to know. yeah a lot of people didn't know that either since so, since we were talking about store merch i thought i'd bring that up too yeah it seemed like everyone just you know went out and went shopping last weekend when they weren't able to get online yes. so lots lots of exciting things to discover at a Peloton showroom. Who knew? So if that was their goal, then it worked. Yeah, it's true. Right? So. It's true. I had so many people send me pictures. Like my story went on for days, which it never does because everybody just kept sending me pictures. And when when the when it finally went on sale, I bought ridiculous amount, like ridiculous. I, I love the spring line. It's been a while since I've been that excited about a line. So it was nice. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. That's OK. I just bought a new phone. Black House White Market also had a sale. And so... <laughs> I guess I'll buy a second phone. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, until next time, remind everybody where they can find you. Absolutely. I am on Instagram, Peloton Closet. I am on Facebook, Peloton Closet. Um, I like to post on Reddit and you guessed it, Peloton Closet. I ride as Peloton Closet and I have a website, Peloton Closet. Peloton in the news. TheCut.com, you really got to enunciate on that one. <laughs> yeah, you Just better. Be Especially if it's about Robin. Yeah, TheCut.com, <laughs> C-U-T, <laughs> wrote about Robin Arzon this week. They did. And uh, this article has a lot of tidbits about Robin and how she makes exercise work for her. And it talks about her routine. It talks about... That like, even if you only have 10 minutes, Mm -hmm. do it. And because if you start working out, 
and you don't feel like working out, if you can make it to the 10 minute mark, a lot of times you'll just finish your workout. Gotcha. And so you should always go into it on those days where you're just like, I don't want to then like try the 10 minute rule and see if you can get through it. And uh, she's she just talks about everything, what it's been like working in the empty studio, what it's been like on her during her evening routine. Um, She just has it all laid out here. So it's a great article and uh, definitely want to check that out. Hopefully we'll be getting some some Robin baby news pretty soon, too. One would think. Yep. And then Tune Day was on the Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow. Bristow. I think it's Bristow. Bristow podcast, mm-hmm. which I am unfamiliar with, but apparently she drinks wine. Because there's a picture of her holding a glass of wine. Get it? Off the vine? No, I do. <laughs> he said no. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, Tune Day is, uh, I think, the latest episode that dropped on February 23rd. So you definitely want to check that out. And then if you just can't get enough of wine-related Peloton articles, <laughs> here's the Vineyard Gazette, which is Martha's Vineyard, but it sounds like it's wine-related, so it, I'm going to roll with it. And uh, if you don't know, that is where Emma Lovewell is from, and her local community newspaper did an article all about the rise of Emma Lovewell and how she became this huge Peloton star. Uh, you know, I it's really crazy. I've been working on this um, article, this like not article, this project that I've been working on about like where things fell in the Peloton realm. Right. And um, it has been three years since we interviewed Emma Lovewell. Wow. Yeah. Like that really just blew my mind because she started in 2018. That's yeah. It's. Feels like a million years. Ago. I know. <laughs> so it has been quite a rise to success for her. And then uh, Chelsea Jackson Roberts was featured on Bustle, really dropping the ball. No wine references <laughs> at all that I can find. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it means she's focused on something completely different. It means somebody's going to write me and be like, she's sober and you shouldn't say things. Like that. That's normally what that means when I try to make a joke like that. So. It was actually an article all about that Chelsea is writing, rewriting what yoga looks like gotcha. in the United States. And honestly, a lot of what is here, we kind of talked about when totally. we when we interviewed her. It's about that, you know, it's not it's not just for white people. Right. And she is becoming such a role model for um, people of color, uh, especially little girls who aspire to to do something like that when they get older. And then, of course, she has her camp that she's done her yoga camp and like she's teach she just really weaves teaching especially of children with yoga it's like her two loves and she talked about that as well in her interview with us and so this article is all about how well she's done that and how she is reaping the success of that now it's a very cool article definitely need to check that out and then finally Kristen mcgee was interviewed in her local hometown media pocatello idaho yes and so there's a video, and if you were on YouTube, you could see it, but it features Kristen McGee at a very young age <laughs> <laughs> playing tennis. She looks like a baby. Yeah. She's so young. There she is auditioning for what looks to be a community theater production of Dawson's Creek, that last picture. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, they actually interviewed her, so the the 
pictures are kind of playing along in the yeah, background totally. and then it switches to a YouTube format so you can hear from Kristen in her own words but it's really cool to see all the instructors getting all this love especially instructors who haven't been part of Peloton since day one which is for Christy and Chelsea absolutely uh, you know and Tune Day none of them were like from day one. Oh my gosh she was on MTV Pilates I didn't even oh, realize didn't that, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so cool I love it and you can find that on her Instagram channel or uh, if you can't find it on our Instagram channel, if you subscribe to our newsletter at theclipout.com, it will get emailed to you. And you don't have to go looking for it at all. Nice and easy. Peloton Celebrity Sightings. A couple of uh, celebrity sightings this week, sports related, so someone had to explain it to us. <laughs> but Cam Newton, uh, which I thought was a new brand of cookie, <laughs> but it apparently is not. No, he's a big deal uh, in, in the football world. And uh, we actually have talked about Cam Newton before because okay. he was the football player that went to the studio and rode with Alex in okay. Spotlight on I just, Six. Sports just does not stick in my head. I know, but there's yeah. people who are new to Peloton. And sure. that may not know that either uh, But yes, Cam Newton was spotted Of course he's part of Peloton community We already knew that right. But he was spotted wearing a Peloton jacket this week And it turned into a whole thing Because this kid on the, on the field Started telling him how I guess because he's going to be a free agent That he's going to be broke And uh, I guess Cam just kept answering Like, I'm rich I'm rich. I'm rich. <laughs> and then the article goes on to say, like, well, yeah, of course he's rich. He's wearing that Peloton jacket. Those bikes aren't cheap. <laughs> and not only do you have the bike, you have the jacket. Yeah, which also is not Wait, cheap. Are you rich? <laughs> have you been holding out on me? No. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm pretty sure for him that was like a five dollar purchase, you know, like comparative to how right. much five dollars would be to me. Totally. Yes. <laughs> well, and I guess the important thing is as I I'm okay with the fact that you're not rich as long as you're also not a free agent. I'm not. Okay, just making <laughs> sure. And then New York Yankees pitcher, I don't have pictures for this one, but I don't have pitcher pictures. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're from the Midwest, pitcher pictures. <laughs> True story. Jordan Montgomery. Yes. Who I thought was a backstreet boy. I no. I, no. A I, new kid on the block. I think it's just Jordan is the first name. I don't think Montgomery is even the right. 98 degrees? I don't I think it's a completely different O-town. last name. Forget it. <laughs> Up with people? I don't know. But uh, and also CC Sabathia, who uh, played guitar for Poison. I am so glad you knew who that was. No, so, I'm, that's CC Deville. So I, I don't know just, who this is. Like, who is this? I don't know. I don't. I don't know I who this is. I could have googled it, but as soon as I knew it was sports related, I lost interest. Well, I don't know that it's sports related. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It was just a sentence, Tom. He's also a baseball pitcher. <laughs> oh, my God. Somebody's yelling at us right now. <laughs> I have no doubt. And he is also with the New York Yankees. Oh, okay. According to the Wikipedia, which okay. is never wrong. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So we've got some New York Yankees. So I guess they're rich, too. Well, I knew they were. That stands to reason. Yeah. New content. At long last... Peloton has new bar classes Yeah we've been hearing this is going to drop Since a long time ago Gosh I think it was back in October Um, But uh, they're here We have 10 more and this time There are longer format classes We've got some 30 minutes and a 45 minute I think a couple 45 minute Classes so very exciting People have been super excited to uh, take these And get started or continue Their bar journey and of course If you don't already know Allie Love and Hannah Corbin teach both of those 
both of them teach these classes. So you can go do a little bar hopping. <laughs> and there is also a new flash challenge for people. Yes. Which I was really excited about until I realized I totally misinterpreted what the flash portion meant. Yeah, it so. means it means small. We've had flash challenges many times before. I'm so, I'm, I must I'm a have little. They were sports. I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> this is the first time you've come up with that. <laughs> um, but this takes place between February 22nd and March 7th, and all you have to do is complete seven workouts in those 14 days. So it's anything that's yoga, stretching, or meditation. So no equipment required, which means this is perfect for app users to get their badge. There you go. And then finally, there's a new artist collaboration with Bad Boy Entertainment. Now, are you familiar with like all the artists that are in the Bad Boy Entertainment realm? Well, that's Puff Daddy. Yeah, right? um, it is. I, wait, part, right? I think it is. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. It's um, or P. Diddy. I was going to say they him. call him Diddy. The Diddy. I can't keep track. Yeah. So you, you had it right. Yeah. And uh, and then it doesn't list anybody else. But I know it's like a whole like series. I can't remember if like Biggie was technically part of Bad Boy. If Bad Boy started after Biggie, I think Maze is part of Bad Boy. Okay. Um, just, you know. Well, um, people are super excited about it, and it's it's going on over the weekend. Toon Day is doing classes, Alex Toussaint, Jess Sims, Adrian Williams, and uh, it's going to be really cool. There's So that means there's runs, there's strength, and there is bike classes, and you look like you have something. You know, whenever I think Bad Boy Entertainment, I always think of Chris Rock when he was talking about how he was tired of of hip-hop artists always singing about their record labels and he was like Smokey Robinson wasn't singing about Motown (laughs) (laughs) I love Chris Rock I miss comedians I miss seeing comedians we need to watch some specials or something my humor used to be enough for you it it is I just miss live entertainment is all (laughs) kind of our free agent checking in with the Peloton community so uh, joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Glenn Lundy from the hit podcast Hashtag Rise and Grind. Hey, Glenn, how's it going? Great, man. How are you? Good. I like I we're jealous. It's not very often that we have someone with a cooler studio than we have. <laughs> and you do. You <laughs> absolutely do. Wait, show them for the people that are watching on the YouTube channel. Watch this. Show them, Glenn. <laughs> show them the angles. <laughs> oh, there, 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 there you go. Just in case you want that, this is like the intimate shot, you know, right. we, can, we can like lean in if yeah. we need to get real serious. He's trying to make a really important point or like, maybe yeah, we if can like, do that. If we have like an emotional Barbara Walters moment and we get you to cry, you just, just like the tear single up, tear. You click to the, yeah. like the tear angle, right? Exactly. That's that. And then, of course, we've got, you know, this this shot here. We got the this is the sexy shot, as they call. Uh, yeah, that's the money shot, man. You get the whole studio, you know, but so I can still we see can be over here. We yeah. can be moving. We can get full body language. We can stand up and talk and yell and scream and do all those things. So you, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of how at the Peloton studio, they have all those different angles for the instructors. So yeah, it's you, important, right? It is Very important. It is when you're riding the Peloton, you're like, "What do they got going on back there?" I want to see all of this, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they use it to show off their abs. We, I would use it to hide my chin. <laughs> yes. Yes. Angles are important. Yes, <laughs> that's for sure. Reaching that age where I'm like, I don't think I'm going to lose the chin. Maybe I'll just grow a beard. <laughs> hey, smart play, smart play. 
I told my wife, I said, I'm done trying to lose this belly. I'm just going to buy bigger clothes. There you go. There you go. You know, one of the things like I refuse to do because I fell into this trap. So I'm not that I'm a petite flower, but I'm definitely less of a of a non petite flower than I used to be. And uh, is those braided belts? Never again. Never again. Oh, because like you like it. They're comfortable. But like if you put on like. A pound you don't really notice you just kind of hit a different spot in the braid but when there's like a hole in a belt that says if you leave this hole then something <laughs> then something's changed you've expanded right, right. You, you, you can go either direction but something's changed right no doubt and uh and so like the braided belts are tricky until all of a sudden you're like instead of being like oh my belt is tighter it's like my pants don't fit oh crap you lied to me belt <laughs> Well, now that we've already gone down a rabbit hole. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> so when did when did you find Peloton? Like what kind of process was that for you? And when in the when in the timeline of events was that for you? Yeah. So Peloton came. So th- th- we got to even go back a little bit further. There's this journey. There's this book by David Goggins called Can't Hurt Me. Right. And my friend Brian Benstock, he says, you got to read this book. You got to read this book, man. It's amazing. You got to read. This. Listen to the audible. Listen to the audible. So I listened to the audible and in this, in this book, can't hurt me. He talks about how we are only tapping into, you know, whenever we think we're done, you still have uh, 40% more is what he says, right? When you think you're done, there's 40% more. And, and he's just this like warrior guy that makes you feel like nothing as you you finish the book and you're like i am the biggest weenie on the planet right like that's how you feel here's the and bad so, thing about that book i read about when you finish the book there's actually 40 percent more and they mail it that's to you. right that's exactly it's a really right, weird right? promotion yeah you just feel ripped off all right. the way around right and so i read that book and i was like okay and he talks about doing something that you hate right do something that you hate and do it every day and it'll make you mentally stronger. And so I initially was like, well, what's one thing that I hate? And I said, well, I hate drinking water. I don't ever drink water. I only drank sodas and shakes and it had to have flavor. I wasn't drinking it. And so I made this big, bold commitment on my show. I was like, you know what? I'm going to drink nothing but water for 365 days. Oh Oof, my. Right? That's And I did it. Wow. I nothing but water for 365 days. And I was traveling first class, free drinks. I'm like, I can't have a cocktail, right? <laughs> like nothing. And so I drank nothing but water for 365 days. And after doing that, some people were like, Hey Glenn, that was really a healthy thing that you did. And I was like, well, I'm not really a healthy person. I don't like, I'm not into fitness and health and so on and so forth, but I did just accomplish the water thing. Maybe I could do something else. So I told my wife, I was like, this Peloton thing looks pretty cool. And I like how it's motivational and inspirational and educational. And, uh, and so I asked my wife for that and she got it for me for Christmas and my Peloton journey began. Oh, wow. wow. I so, still have the shakes from the water story because like just to give you an idea, I'm sitting here. This is what I'll be drinking during the like I'm a soda guy. I'm a big, right. big soda It's all guy. he drinks. And so it's like the idea of not having soda for a year like, like that. He would he would like pass out just thinking yeah, too hard about like that. I, <laughs> I feel like this is what people on heroin must feel like when you take them to rehab and like. No, I don't want to stop. It that. was intense, yeah. and I hated every day of it. What's I your hated drink? Of, what's your drink of choice? Not necessarily alcoholic, but just like if you're going to sit down and like you're going to eat a meal. What's the what's the beverage that you just really like? That's what I like to drink with my meal. Like. 
like Sprite yeah. or orange soda. Oh, yummy. Um, good orange soda. Okay. I don't choose that often, but those are good when they're, yes. they're yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I don't drink caffeine. So basically the non, like, I never, never have drank caffeine. Like, okay. it's just not, it's never been a thing for me. Sure. And so the non-caffeinated sodas like Sprite, orange, or any flavored soda, Kool-Aid's always good, right? Mm. <laughs> that's wrong, a little Kool-Aid. Root beer, right? So, that's decaf. That's no calf, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So just things with, like, flavor. That's what I would, or Gatorade. I would always have a Gatorade or a Powerade. Or something like that. I can't do Gatorade because one, I'm not an athlete of any kind, That's so I true. just associate it with, <laughs> with childhood bullying. And, <laughs> and also, um, like I've only really drank Gatorade one time in my life, and it was when I had mono. And oh. so, like uh-huh. Gatorade to me tastes like mono, well, and I yeah. can't do it. And just a little more insight into like how, the, how weird my life gets. Swear to, I don't know if I've ever told you. This, this sounds story. like a new story. I, Somebody mark the occasion. This, this this is just emblematic of how my life goes. First girl, first girl I ever kissed. My very first kiss, mono. <laughs> so that's there, awful. You can imagine how scary I was to have sex for the first time. What's gonna happen? <laughs> I'm gonna get some sort of airborne chlamydia. What's gonna happen now? Like I, no, thank you. But thank you. no, I did. <laughs> I got over that. I got, I got over that fear, but anyway, well, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> Otherwise, hope so. we'd be talking about one of your movies, right? It's a four-year-old version. You don't right? want that. No. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, was this this past Christmas that you got Peloton, or the Christmas before? Christmas before. Okay, I was wondering because with all the delivery delays with Peloton, I was like, how did you how right. did you manage that? Because everybody that ordered for Christmas didn't get it for Christmas, so I was just curious. Yeah. Okay, yeah, this so was you two, two December's ago. Oh so, wow! So you just asked for it because you were successful at drinking water. So were you? Uh, did you have much of a history with exercise at all? Or was just you just were like, I drank water, I can ride a bike. So I'm like, um, you know, fitness. <sighs> It's a blessing and a curse. I have a very good metabolism, right? I'm a I'm a I'm an athletic person and always have been. Okay. So I've never had to really work hard at fitness uh, until I'm now that now I'm a little bit older, right? I'm 40, 43 now, and at that point I was 42, and and it was getting a little more difficult. And so I would work out, but in like spurts, you know, I'd be like, okay, I need to get in shape. And so I go work out for a couple months, and then I'd get in shape, and then I'd stop you know, for six months. And then I'd be like, oh, I need to go get in shape. So I just couldn't really create any long-term consistency because I don't like working out. Like, I just don't like it. It's not my thing whatsoever. So I was hoping the Peloton, because it adds in the motivation, the inspiration, the accountability, like I'm into that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I thought if I could connect that part of my brain that loves that with something physically fit, then I could, you know, I could put it together and maybe stay more consistent. Well, I'm assuming since you've been writing for over a year now, you found that connection. You, you like Peloton now. Do you have like a favorite instructor or a go-to instructor that you tend to ride with? You know, I I, I really don't. It's interesting. Um, And, and now that clubhouse is out, it's kind of changed the game. But (laughs) at first it was, I was getting in with, you know, with instructors and doing the 30 minute rides and so on and so forth. And I kind of would get consistent with it and a little bit off and a little bit, you know, that type of thing. Um, and so I switched it up to where I was like, okay, I'm going to ride eight miles a day, 3000 miles a year. Right. Wow. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm the, I'm one of those guys, like you just give me a small little bite that I can do every day and I can usually get that. 
And so I switched it to that. And now what I do is I'll hop on and I'll listen to a podcast or, um, you know, some other motivational video and I'll just watch like the, the, uh, where it tells me what range I'm supposed to be in. Mm. And so I'll stay in my ranges and I'll stand up if they're standing up and I'll <laughs> sit down and if they're sitting down, but I don't really, you know, listen to them as much as I used to in the beginning. And in the beginning I needed people to yell at me. Um, but now it's become more of a habit to where I can, I, I use it as an educational time. I have eight kids so that's incredible. Any chance I can get to throw some headphones on and learn something like <laughs> quietly without eight kids, I, 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 I take advantage of that. Yeah, do <laughs> either that or taking really long poops. <laughs> <laughs> I do that too. Anybody with kids is like, oh yeah. They're not like what? They're, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, there's, um, I'm not saying I've ever done this, but you know, people with a lot of kids, sometimes they like eat Snickers bars while they're, while they're pooping, you know, just because <laughs> you gotta, you gotta hide with your candy, you know. You, so you totally do. You can't let them see that you have a Snickers bar. Especially, Especially when, when you're, you're little, right. when Especially they're when little. Eight? Yeah. That's like eight, that's nine Snickers bars you, you would need. You yes. would need, you need the party size every time you buy. Like you gotta buy like the big Halloween bag, you know? Yeah. <laughs> of everything. Yes. Yes. And then if a kid walks in, you just drop the Snickers in the toilet. They don't know the difference. <laughs> Boom. That's, that's a life hack right there. That's what that is. <laughs> oh, oh my God. That's oh, great. God. <laughs> Yes. So I am but curious. No, man, the, but, oh, sorry. But, go ahead. But yeah, the Peloton's great. It's really, um, it, it's just easier to become a part of your life, right? Like you don't have to, doesn't take a whole lot of work to go get on the Peloton and get to work. I mean, that's you know? what's great about it because it can meet you wherever you are in your journey. If you, like you said, yeah. if you need somebody to yell at you, they they have that. If if you just need something that's like there every day, you can do that. I, I love that about Peloton. And I, I just want to tell everybody who's listening that the first time I ever heard you speak, you were on your Peloton while you were moderating a clubhouse, <laughs> clubhouse <That's right>. event. <laughs> and that's I was right. immediately like, I got to interview this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to ask if you feel like your fitness level have changed, but if you can talk and ride your Peloton at the same time, that's pretty much only instructors are able to do that. That means you're pretty fit. Yeah. Well, I try not to do that because normally I'm deep, heavy breathing and sweating everywhere towards the end of a Peloton session. But I do have a room that I have to monitor and moderate, you know, five hours a day, Monday through Friday. And so every once in a while, I'll... Uh, I'll uh, I'll jump in and try to hold, you know, kind of hold back so I don't sound like I'm dying um, on the other side of the mic there. Well, just you pulled it off very well. Just don't eat a Snickers while you're riding your Peloton <laughs> or you're going to have to hose it down when you're done. Uh, yes, that you don't want to do. For sure. For sure. So I'm just curious. You said you you host a, a clubhouse room five hours a day. Yeah, five hours a day, Monday through Friday. Is that some sort so, of like penalty? Like, did you lose a bet? Like, that's a lot of time to spend on Clubhouse every day running something. What? What is that? Like, yeah. I don't have Clubhouse because I don't have an iPhone. She's it's a mixed marriage. She has an iPhone. I have an Android. So, like, I I haven't. I all I know is about Clubhouse is when it bleeds through her phone while I'm sitting next to her. Yeah. Well, my wife and I are the same way. I'm in. I'm. Uh, I'm a Google Pixel. Okay. Same. And my my wife is an iPhone. And this ah, is an iPad gotcha. that is currently connected to Clubhouse. Okay, <laughs> uh-huh. and so so I have a morning show called Hashtag Rise and Grind that I've done eight hundred and two episodes on Facebook. We started 
January 6th of 2018. I started going live at 5.30 a.m. for 30 minutes, Monday through Friday, with motivation, education, inspiration. That show over the last three years has turned into a clothing line, a group on Facebook with over 30,000 active members. We've had live events. We've raised uh, nearly a million dollars for charities. Um, it just it, be, it, it became a movement, right? A movement of changing the way people start their day. Uh, I've traveled the world, spoke on stages about it. I wrote a book about it. And 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 all of these things and so when clubhouse first came out i was on there I, I, it was a saturday that i first got on this was 34 days ago or something like that and i got on and i was like whoa 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 i have been battling facebook for three years right full production, doing the multi-camera angles, all that stuff. And still Facebook at any given time just shuts it, blocks it. No one can see it, right? Uh Like, and we've been able to do really, really well with Rise and Grind, but literally an uphill battle every step of the way to, to build that. And so when I was in Clubhouse, I was like, oh my gosh. Like I literally looked up and was like, Thank you, God. This is amazing. No algorithms. It's live. We can reach all these people. There's connections. There's collapse. Like, this is it. So that night, like after 16 hours, no sleep, no food, just like in clubhouse, freaking out, right? I was like, okay, what are we going to do? How do we leverage this? How do we convert this? Like, what's the plan? And so I wrote out a plan and then on Sunday morning at like four in the morning, I'm still up and I got it mapped out and I'm like, oh, this is what I'm going to do. And so I emailed a bunch of friends of mine that I've shared stages with, you know, all over the, the, the country. And I said, we are going to dominate and become the number one morning show on Clubhouse, but I need your help. We're going to run my show that I do in Facebook into Clubhouse but then we're going to build around it because in clubhouse long form is what wins. So instead of just going 30 minutes and just doing my show, we're going to bring in other moderate, other hosts, like my other friends, let them grow on the platform. Also all under this umbrella of breakfast with champions. And we create a five hour space. So that Monday morning. So I sent that email to everybody, to all my friends. And I'm like, if you're in great, if you're not, screw you. No, I'm just kidding. If you're not, we're still cool. I love you, but this is what we're doing. And I also sent that email to Grant Cardone because I've done a lot of stuff with Grant Cardone in the auto world and him and I are friends. And so I sent that out. And then Monday morning I get ready. I'm like, all right, we're going to do this on clubhouse. And we open the room. I open the room at 5 AM and the very first person in the room is Grant Cardone (laughs) and the room blows up and there's 1600 people live at five o'clock in the morning on this platform. Now I've done 800 shows on Facebook. The most I've ever had live is 400 people. That's the most (laughs) ever, right? And here it is, 1600 people on our first day one. Yeah, it was amazing. So uh, we've been running ever since Monday through Friday. We run from 5 a.m. to 10 a.m. We've had Tiffany Haddish come join us. We've had Tyrese Gibson come join us. Grant Cardone comes often to join us. Um, Gary V has popped in there. Um, 
you know, Evan uh, Carmichael, the YouTube guy, Adley, the Facebook girl, like it's been incredible. And in, in, in 34 days, we now have, um, as a matter of fact, we have, we have 37,400 followers in 34 days. Wow. wow. On Facebook, we have 31,000 over three years. So it has catapulted our reach. It yeah. has catapulted our show. It's global now versus just being more regional with Facebook. Um, it's catapulted everything. And so those five hours, Tom, I'm actually getting ready to extend it. We're doing it five days a week. We're getting ready to extend it to seven days a week. And then from there, I'm going to extend it to a breakfast with champions, lunch with champions, dinner with champions, late night with champions, after hours of champions it's an incredible opportunity to get on an app early be an early adopter and it just fits what i do perfectly so i told my wife like honey i love you this is it we've got to lean into it this is why we've been working so hard and uh and so yeah so that's that's where we're at that's the trajectory and and that's what we're going to do wow that's awesome yeah that's incredible yeah it's it's uh, you don't have very many moments like that in your life where you're just like i just see it I see the see the path to the next level or the next thing or into a situation or out of a situation. Saw that path once. <laughs> but, uh, right. Um, but yeah, like that's it's funny because in, in a lot of ways it reminds me when we first kind of came up with the idea for this podcast. Like we were in a car just kind of talking and it just kind of came up organically as an idea. And I was just like, that's I'm, a thing. I was like, that could really work. I'm like. If, if you're serious about this, like we're either all in or we never talk about it again. And we went all in. And I mean, we, we we're we're not we're not where you are. <laughs> no, no, but we're but we're but we're, we're we're doing okay. We are. Yeah. We are. <laughs> so that's I I love those moments, and it's important to be able to to have the ability to 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 see those moments. And like you said, lean in. Yeah, like that's that's. That's powerful. And, and, you know, for, for listeners who, uh, cause we have a lot of people that listen to our podcast who really are confused by Clubhouse. They really don't get Clubhouse. It's your show. It's your kind of show that really speaks to me on Clubhouse. You know, I find it really motivating to listen. Um, and I feel like, I feel like it's, it's the draw of Clubhouse that it's, it's brand new. It's, it's so early, like you said, but also it has all these different kinds of people. Talking about what they know best. And so you just get this immediate information that you might not be able to find on your own for for years. You know, it's it's really amazing what Clubhouse can do, I think. Yeah, it's accelerated everything. Right. It's a it's a 24 hour conference, basically. And and we all know if you've ever gone to a conference, right, like you get excited about the conference, you know, there's speakers at the conference, you check your schedule for the conference, you know that you're going to network at the conference, you dress up in certain nice clothes for the <laughs> conference. Like the conference is a big deal because you know what happens when 300 people get together in a room, magic happens when 600, when 900, when 1200, right? The energy and the brains and the collective consciousness, like magic happens. We all know that. That's why we seek those out and we pay big money and travel across the United States to go to these conferences. And basically clubhouse is that 24 seven, like it's intense, magical things happen in there all the time, all the time. And that's why I went from nothing in June to hundred million dollar valuation in July 
to billion dollar evaluation six months later because everyone understands, I think everyone that's in there understands that there is power when we come together in live, unedited, unfiltered, no censorship, like we can really have real conversations. It just, it's, it catapults everything. It's so fast. The speed of transfer of information is ridiculously fast. And absolutely. Totally yeah. agree with that. So go get an iPad, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I even have a Google tablet. That's how stubborn I am. True story. True I, still story. Have a, I still have a VTech. You know those? The VTechs? I do. And the plastic yeah. casing had a little frog on it. Uh, so, yes. question though, um, how, like, what inspired you to start rising, hashtag rise and grind to begin with though? Like, what, what was your motivating factor for that, your inspiration? Yeah. So I was like flipping through social media and it was like, you know, uh, so-and-so's taking a knee and, you know, black people hate white people, white people hate black people, Democrats hate Republicans, Republicans hate Democrats, men hate women, women hate men, you know, the sky hates the grass, the grass (laughs) hates the sky, right? Like it was all this division and I was getting, it was just making me sick to my stomach how negative it was. And what I've learned in my life over the years is if something really bothers me, then that's God's way of saying, go do something about it, right? Like, don't complain about it, be about it. And so, like, it was literally bothering me, right? And it it wasn't like I could just put it off and ignore it. Like, it was irritating me that that was what was going on. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to create a space on the internet, on Facebook, that is nothing but motivation, education, inspiration. I'm just going to create that space, right? And maybe it's a tiny little dark corner of the internet, right? But at least it's my tiny little dark corner of the internet. I think it will be a tiny little light corner of the internet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, There's brightness. There's brightness. (laughs) The internet is the dark corner. You'd be the light corner. (laughs) You're the light at the end of the tunnel. (laughs) Yes, exactly. But but yeah, so that was it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to create that space. So, and then... I've studied, you know, successful people for a really long time. And one of the first things I learned is morning routines and the power of those and how your brain works in the morning, so on and so forth. And so I applied morning routines into my life and fixed and finagled until I found one that really was transformative for me. And so I was teaching morning routines at, at work and with my guys and with my employees and things like that. So I was like, all right, let's, let's do the morning thing and create that space So instead of people having to wake up, grab their phone and immediately go into all of that crap storm of stuff, instead, they can jump into something positive, motivational, educational and inspirational. So then I was like, okay, what time can I do it that I can guarantee I can be there all the time? Because I don't want to commit to something and then have travel get in the way or have my kids get in the way or anything like that. So I was like, what can I? And so I was like, can I do 7 a.m.? I was like, no. (laughs) There's two kids up by seven. The wife's up by seven. I was like, 6.30? No, it's still too late, too late. Six? No. <laughs> no. So 5.30, I'm like, okay. Wow. At 5.30 a.m., I can pretty much guarantee I won't have any problems. If I'm in California, that's 2.30 a.m. If I have plans at 2.30 a.m. in California, 
that we have a bigger problem, right? <laughs> we have a really big problem. And so 2.30 should not get in the way. 5.30 is not going to get in the way and anything in between. And so I just selected that space and time. And uh, yeah, January 6, 2018, did our first episode of Hashtag Rise and Grind. And the lights were so bright. I couldn't, I was like, ah, oh, and I had boogers in my eyes, you know? And I was like yawning. It was the most awful first like 12 minutes at the 12 minutes in. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'll be back tomorrow. and We'll make it better. And uh, I literally was in the utility closet of my house. So I didn't wake anybody else up. There was a water heater behind the camera that I had set up. And uh, and and that's that's how we started. And then I just kept showing up. And now we're 802 episodes in. And uh, it's been unbelievable. The ride has been incredible. Wow. That's really cool. What a great story. Totally. Uh, So just kind of getting back to uh, Peloton, do you want to share your leaderboard name with people? I don't know if I know it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't look at the leaderboard. That's so (laughs) funny. I'm not up there. I'm too competitive. I don't think we've ever had anyone be like, I don't know my leaderboard. (laughs) I really don't even look at it. I close the leaderboard. I'm like, I'm not. I know I'm not going to be first. And if I'm not going to be first, I don't want to see that I'm like 8,749 out of 12,000. Like that doesn't, it, I'm all about positive frequency. Right, right. But what about like writing with other people and you get the high fives and all that? Is that a, you, no. Okay. Nope. Do it. <laughs> no like, offense. I, don't I think that that's great. And, um, yeah, I think that it's great, but I really, it's probably my name. Like, I'm not real creative on that stuff. I'm okay. like Glenn Lundy. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Fascinating. I'm sorry, Peloton. I, I should be more involved in all of your. No, not your, necessarily. No, like, no. That's, that's the beauty of it, though, right? Is everybody can can interact with it at in the way or the level that they want. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And if that yeah. works for you, then that works for you. Like, that's, you know, in the same way that they have different instructors for different moods or personality types this is no different and some somewhere out there there's somebody who's only ever taken scenic rides we've actually talked to at least one person that's taken nothing but scenic rides so yeah that's it's totally whatever works whatever gets you on the bike it makes you come back is what the plan should be so um well uh i guess do you have any advice for anyone just joining the fitness community yeah as far as like especially with peloton man just small bites like like we kind of talked about earlier so set the big goal and then just break it down and and don't beat yourself up too much. Like the big goal for me is 3000 miles in the year. So I break that down. That's eight miles a day, eight miles a day. I, I ride on average about 16 miles an hour is a good, a good pace for me if I can average 16 miles an hour. So 16 miles an hour, eight miles a day takes me 30 minutes, 30 minutes. I know that I have, cause I have a, a slotted window from 7am to 7:30. I've got 30 minutes. You know what I mean? So like I break everything down that way. It just, it's easier to make it a ritual. It's easier to make it a habit versus, you know, trying to go like crazy and go intense and then you burn yourself out or you hurt yourself or you get, you know, too sore or, you know, things start getting in the way. Just find the space that works for you. Find the amount of time that works for you. Find a pace that works for you. Set a target and give yourself some time to get out there and reach it and just eat the elephant one bite at a time. Great advice. Awesome. And elephants are low carb. So that's... (laughs) That's good if you're doing the keto thing. <laughs> yes, that's right. They say you're only supposed to eat with the caveman ate, right? That's, that's it. right. Like it's a caveman Which diet. is like crazy logic, right? Introduce me to a caveman. 
It didn't work. They're all dead. Every right. single one of they them. They evolved. I agree. Right. It's quite right. ironic that they think the caveman diet's the best diet for us right. today. Like, like clearly, yeah, it is not. One hundred percent of them are dead. Why would you listen to them? Like that's that's insane. <laughs> yeah, let's let's go with the uh, the 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 dinosaur plan of uh, everlasting life. Yeah. Let's go with that, that one. That sounds good. Yeah. No, no, thank you. <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining us today. This has been a lot of fun. And uh, before we wrap up, just remind everybody once again in all the places that they can find you and your shows, plural. Yeah, the easiest thing to do is just go to glennlundy.com and that will link you to all of our social media platforms. It'll take you everywhere, take you around the world, take you to Rise and Grind, take you to Clubhouse, it'll take you all over the place, Instagram, all that good stuff. And for people who are listening but aren't watching, it's Glenn with two N's. That's right. It's Glenn with two N's because I'm twice as nice, but I'm also not dumb, so I bought Glenn with one N also. Oh, so you can two. get there either way. <gasps> oh. Hat tip. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Very nice. That's Very almost nice. as good as the Snickers idea. <laughs> <laughs> But we can all use the Snickers idea. <laughs> Only people in the audience named Glenn can use this idea. So Very it's, true. It's a little hyper-specific, but a good idea nonetheless. So. Thank you. And I actually own the Glenn with both one in and two in. So actually, it's not even a good idea for the guy named Glenn because I already own the URL. You, you already yeah. got it. Well, I was assuming that our hypothetical would have a Glenn different last would have name. a different last name. Oh, so. this is true. <laughs> Hey, ever since Clubhouse came out, I haven't slept much. Yeah, right, you're getting up a little at bit of a four break o'clock here. in the morning. So yeah, that'll do it. So awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. This was a lot of fun. Yes, it was. Thank you. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. I'm sure you're very grateful. I know you're super tired, mm-hmm. and uh, and I got a workout to do. Yeah, it's never going to get old. <laughs> no, it's gotten old. I still don't like it. Not for me. Still don't like it. <laughs> well, I'm proud of you. Well, okay. But I still don't like it. Okay. So what, pray tell, do you have in store for people next week? Did you already forget? It's our big interview with Kim oh, Holderness. Oh, that's right. I teased it at the beginning. <laughs> well, I got my second dose of the fact. Oh, no, that's you. Yeah. I don't have that excuse to no. fall back on. <laughs> that's right. We will talk to Kim Holderness next week from the Holderness family. You've seen her viral videos, including the five stages of Peloton, and she was kind enough to carve time out of her busy day and sit down with us. Yes. So, uh, until then, where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, the bike, and of course the tread at Clip Out Crystal. And you'll also be able to find her shortly on our couch. Yeah. Because she needs to lay down. As soon as, as, soon as you stop talking. <laughs> so you can find me <laughs> on Twitter. I'm leaving. And... <laughs> Roger Kubert, that's R-O-G-E-R, <laughs> and then the letter Q. Oh, my God. But it's not a political statement. B-E-R-T. I'm boring her. Or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom mm. O'Keefe. And then, of course, find the show online, Facebook.com slash The Clip Out. While you're there, like the page, join the group, wherever you're getting your podcast from. Be sure and subscribe. And please swing on by the YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash The Clip Out, and subscribe to that one as well. So uh, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep cutting. And running. Clip in, set yourself free.